explicit. Give me some of that wine and waivers. Explicit podcast. And I am just here for the booze. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. It's Wine and Waivers here. What's going on? So like we're I say that every single time. <laughs> Tanya doesn't like to stray far from what she is comfortable with. Not at all. <laughs> so we're down Carly again this week. She's not joining us. Um, she had a little incident that she threw out her back pretty severely. So she's down and out for the count right now. Like pretty much bedridden at this point. How did she do this, by the way? She was, like, bouncing around on an exercise ball and, like, jolted her hips out of whack is what she said, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? Might have been something else, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sure that's, I don't know. But <laughs> So she won't be joining us this week, and also um, she did lose our challenge last week, which um, it was decided that she was going to be the one jumping in the freezing cold pool, which I feel like nobody probably believes us that it's freezing cold because we live in Florida, but we can vouch for and we will Look, have a thermometer showing. Florida's it. been a little chilly the past week or so. Like the past month or so. So <laughs> it's it's not pleasant. So um, as soon as Carly is able um, to do anything besides lay in bed, <laughs> we will get her challenge posted for you guys for your entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that in mind, I need to get all the ums out of my system because that is going to be our hot word of the week. Yeah, you've already said it like three times. Well, it doesn't count <laughs> I know. Yet. But, uh, Car- or yeah, Carly, Tanya and I, I feel like that's a word that her and I say a lot of. All the time. Yeah. So we're going to try to make this our hot word and we're also, or it is going to be our hot word, we're going to try not to be using it. And we're also, um... Oh my gosh, I just thought of something really funny. What? In my before we start, because I have to use the word. Um, like that. <laughs> uh, so in my, I think it was one of my business classes in college, my, profession, my professor was, it was a lot of like public speaking, and we had to practice, and every time we would say the word um, she would ring this loud ass fucking bell. Ew. And like... For probably, I'd say, the next, like, four semesters, like, the entire year, every time somebody said, um, when we were giving presentations, because being a marketing major... Yeah, that's, like, all you do. That's all we do. We have to public speak. But, um, she literally literally keeps saying it, so Uh, I'm glad we're not starting it. Uh, so she would always ring that bell, and, like, the entire year, every time someone would say it, I would just hear... A little ding in my yeah, brain. Yeah, you just like, yeah, you hear it in your brain, yeah. even if it's not happening. <laughs> like twitch every time. <laughs> <laughs> she feels like she's like getting shocked to her head, like whenever, whenever she hears that word. Okay, so from starting here on out, that's going to be our hot word, so it's going to be very challenging for us. And um, the amount of times both of us have already said it. <laughs> yeah, I just said it again, actually. <laughs> I know. So we're going to do a red and a rosé this week. I actually just got a rosé for a gift for my birthday and it's called Yes Way Rosé. And I'm not drinking it Sounds tonight. Like girl. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, that, that's literally what it's called, Yes Way Rosé. I'm not drinking it tonight, but I'm excited to give this one a try. I plan to maybe tap into this possibly this weekend. Um, I should say it again. Yay. It's, uh, uh, I can say, uh, that's, yeah, I know. that's what I've been trying to think to do. 12.5%. Uh, 
And I mean, it's a typical rosé, so I'm excited to try it. We'll see how it goes. And our red that we're suggesting this week is from a local winery down here in Tampa, Florida called Cooper's Hawk. And we told you guys that we were going to be trying to give you some holiday wines. And when I say holiday wines, I mean like a spiced type of wine, something that you can heat up on the stove like I've talked to you guys about before. And so the one that we're giving you from Cooper's Hawk is called Winter Red. And, and anyways, it's, um, I just did it again. I can't wait till I don't have to talk anymore. So I don't have to risk saying it. It's just a blend of red wines and mulling spices. And it's $13.99 and it's 13.5%. And even though it is local to us here in Tampa, Florida, you can still order their wines online and have them delivered to you. And I highly, highly suggest it. So, so good in the winter time. And like I said, it's just really great for warming up. And Probably really nice up in like the really cold areas. Yeah. And so I'm going up north for the holidays and we have a ton of wineries up there. And I plan to have some good ones to bring back to give to you guys for suggestions. And going off of that, let's do a recap of our waiver picks last week. Actually, are you going to be able to do Carly's picks? Yeah, I can do her. All right, cool. Let me do mine real quick while I'm just rolling through everything else. I apologize. <laughs> My pick again sucked this past week. My lizard fucking asshole suggestion only got like 2.5 points or something stupid. Yeah. Not worth mentioning, but my kicker. Give yourself some credit. <laughs> my kicker did pretty well, though. He ended up with 11 points. So Siebert, Mr. Seaman Siebert, did me, did me justice and got 11. So if any of you guys picked him up, you're welcome. Also, go the um, whole thing with Diane's picks from like two weeks ago, always doing well. Did you see young Hoku got like 22 points yeah, or something? Yeah, I know. He's been literally <laughs> rocking out with young it. Young Ho. All right. So I will just get Carly's out of the way because both of hers did not really show up. Surprise, surprise. Peyton Barber got 6.3 and Jack Doyle got 3.7. I'm actually surprised that... Peyton Barber didn't do better than he did, especially with Mike Evans. Well, Mike Evans got getting hurt. Injured. Um, but I, I guess that was how early was that? Was that, that was pretty early. Really early. He yeah. got one touchdown oh, yeah. and he got injured. And I was like, it was his one play. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna go down, that's the way to do it, I say. So for anyone who doesn't know and probably doesn't care, but I'm gonna tell you anyways, I'm actually in the playoffs right now and I have Mike Evans as my, like, number one wide receiver. So he just, he got injured, and I was like, oh, great. Well, that's it. And I happened to flex in Austin Eckler, and he did amazing. I got lucky on that. But I asked my boyfriend for advice on <laughs> who I should start for my defense this week. I had the Bills, the Rams, or the 49ers. And he's like, oh, well, you should do the 49ers and gave a whole backstory as to why I should. And I did. And girls, this is why we started a girls fantasy football podcast don't listen to your boyfriends do your research and pick someone yourself because they ended up with negative eight and if they 
if I lose, I'm blaming oh, it on yeah. the 49ers and I'm blaming it on my boyfriend you for guys, that. Y'all better pray for Josh. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was already giving him a lot of shit because oh I was like... I was afraid to be in the room when... <laughs> yeah, it was that. just going down like by the second. I looked at it and it was negative four and I'm like, Josh, what the fuck? Next thing I know, as I'm sitting there looking at it, it drops another negative four to negative eight and I was just like, this is unfucking believable <laughs> So moral of the story... If you're in the playoffs, do your research. Don't ask anyone else what to do because... Then you're just going to blame everybody. <laughs> yeah. Or if you just want someone to blame, you don't want to take accountability for losing, then go ahead and ask everybody else exactly. and do what they say. <laughs> Whatever your morals show. All right. So I um, I picked for Kyle Allen, did pretty well, 18.1. I'd say that's good. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> oh, boy. He only got 14.3. But I do want to say, um, you were saying that Philip Lindsay, you didn't think he was going to have too great of a game, but he actually did have a great game. I didn't really pay attention. What did he get, you know? I don't know. It was in the teens, but that was surprising because... Yeah. Well, because so it was like, him or somebody else who was Benny Snell. So, so oh, like, Snell did yeah, horrible. Snell did awful. He should have done so much better. Dude, I almost, I almost took Eckler out and put Snell. Yeah, in. could you, you imagine? You would, I don't oh know my if that God. would overpower your anger towards Josh or not. Yeah, <laughs> I would have literally been in a really fucking bad spot if I would have done that. Like that would have been canceled. Fucking, everything. She's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm done. Shit. Show's canceled. Podcast is off. Everything's done. I give up. I officially <laughs> suck at fantasy football, and that's the end of it. So for yeah. those guys who listen to my picks and they're like, "Man, Diane actually like really sucks." I actually don't really suck. I actually am in the playoffs <laughs> in both of my leagues. Yeah, so. she's doing well. Um, and also, sorry, Victor, for <laughs> steering you wrong in that direction. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> Snell at one point had like negative points, so he's probably like, "Fuck you, Tanya." Probably, but it's okay. I've steered him right every other week, so. I'll get, I'll just do one. That's bad. So also for defense, the Jets sucked against Miami. They got three points. Oh um, my God. I know. Well, These are not the Eagles from yeah, last week. They both sucked. Yeah. And then the Colts did just average got six, like nothing special, nothing terrible. I would have taken six points. Yeah. I'm telling you what. Negative <laughs> eight is a real fucking slap to the tits and not a good way. Like it is that is so upsetting to me. So speaking of slaps to the tits, um I'm sorry that we don't really have any sexual antics for you. This week we have a pretty good story, but we're gonna let Carly tell it because yeah. of course it's her spotlight. And I feel like this is probably the best one. Honestly, yeah, honestly. Like if you don't want to listen show. to this show, you don't have to listen to this week just because it's That's we don't true. have any sex antics for you. Tanya and I have pretty <laughs> simple lives. Yeah. But this what happened to Carly this past weekend, like completely takes the cake for any story that she's had for us. Like it really one does. thousand percent. I can't even believe that this was reality and happened. So also I'm happy I finally met Nipple Guy. I was drunk. Oh, yeah. You did meet him. him. And I like him. I, I had a long too. conversation with him. He looks way him. different than I was expecting for some reason. Yeah. I pictured I, him so much different. Yeah. I think he's a... I think he's a... Uh, he's very nice. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a good-looking guy. So. Yeah. I'm not saying he's ugly. <laughs> he has a great personality. I'm just yeah. saying... Like, I, no, I... Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry. At least the guy's nipples that Carly's going hard on is, has a good personality. Okay. <laughs> no, like, I I just feel like the way that he gets 
talked about on the show. Like, you kind of have in your head that he's, like, this nerdy freak that, like, yeah. is on, like, the Geek Squad or some shit. Like, that he just he is just looks not... so much different than what yeah, I was expecting. Yeah, but no. He... And I don't even really know what I was expecting. I didn't even try to, like, envision him. But, like, when I met him, I was just like... Well, you probably were, like, <laughs> thinking of, like, some people that maybe, like, he hangs around with. It's, yeah. Or I'm, mutual. Not he yeah, hangs around with, but, like, mutual friends. That's probably, yeah. You know what? How we know. He him. looks way nicer. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> we're going to cut that out. <laughs> what did you say? He looks way nicer and, like, put together than his friends. Oh, my God. No, because nobody knows who we're talking about. Because you're you're not talking about the mutual friend that we know, that we know him through. You're talking about their friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I know who you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're fine. All right, so let's get into the injuries and drama that we have this week. Yeah, my number one story for the drama I thought was hilarious. And Diane was, like, really hoping that this actually happened. Oh, my gosh. I was literally praying yeah. that this was going to happen. So the chief's luggage uh, was left behind on the plane. I said, uh. I, I got it. <laughs> it was left behind on the plane right before the game against the Patriots. Of course it's the Patriots. Everyone's going to think that the Patriots had something to do with it. because. Oh, my cheaters. gosh. I didn't even think about that. But now that you say that, <laughs> fuck Yeah. I'm, they probably paid someone. Oh, my God. God. No. But they almost had to forfeit, and Diane was really, really hoping that that was the case, even though it was against the Patriots, because she in the playoffs, she's playing against Mahomes. Yeah, so the girl that I'm playing against has Mahomes, and I'm like, oh, my God. After the damn 49ers got negative eight, and I was like, I need all the help that I can get, so please <laughs> let Patrick Mahomes not be playing today, but he had a shitty game anyway, so yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he hurt his hand. <laughs> That's another thing. Everybody, like, okay, so I feel I feel like a lot of people talk about, you know, like Tom Brady being a whiner. I feel like Eli Manning got pegged as a whiner a lot, yeah, too, he which he just looks like a fucking whiner. Like, he's he, starting tonight. I know, which I can't even believe that. Well, he's, Danny Dimes, poor boy. He went down. Yeah, speaking of injuries, that's yeah. not another injury is Danny Dimes. So we have Eli Manning starting, which I just, I don't know. I can't get on the Eli Manning train. But I was just going to say, I feel that, I, I'm sure I've said this before, but I just feel like Mahomes is such a fucking whiner. Like, I, I just, he's such a baby. Like, I feel like. Whiner of the week. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like if, um, I'm trying to think of Rodgers. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees were to, like, hurt their hand, like, okay, they would hurt Literally, it. Literally, Drew Brees did hurt his hand. Okay, but they'd, they'd hurt it, and they'd either be out or they'd be in, and they would deal with it. But it was, like, literally, like, for, like, 15 plays in a row, row mm-hmm. like, every time Mahomes would throw the ball, he would, like, start nursing his hand. And I'm like, bro, either suck it up or get the fuck out of the game because I can't stand sitting here watching you rubbing your hand, nursing your hand. Like, just fucking stop. You're honestly embarrassing yourself at this Yeah, point. and it's, it's like... Nothing's broken. They've already confirmed. Like, there's no broke, broken yeah, bones so- <laughs> or fractures or anything. It's just bruised. Like, it's not even, like, a huge deal. And I get, like, having to use that hand so much I know, game, but it's like, but just fucking suck it up. You're a football player. You get tackled every day. Like, come on. Yeah, I feel like something has to hurt worse than, yeah. like, your hand getting a little bit bru- Not like I know anything about what it's I like. I know. We're like little wimpy little girls over here. And I'm just saying like that. I will say, I feel like, well, I know women's, like, um, pain threshold is way higher than guys. And so- oh my gosh, stop! You cannot even defend guys. So you're saying the man, you're saying the man flu is a real thing. It is. No, I can't stand that. It's like 
If guys get sick, they are laid up like they're on their deathbed. They when are. girls get sick, they're expected to just carry on and do their daily tasks. This is up me. I don't. Yeah, I'm spoiled. <laughs> I always have the man flu. I'm, I'm spoiled. I just am helpless. No, I'm just saying. I can think about no, you. Bobby literally called my mother one time because I wouldn't go get him medicine. Oh my God! Stop. So he told your mom to go get him. No. Another to like tell on me. He was like, Sue, your daughter will not take care of me. I am sick. Oh my god. Typical briefcase Bobby moves. <laughs> Tabling on his girlfriend and mama. That is hilarious. And of course, oh my, my mom god. was like, I'll bring it to you, sweetie. Stop it. So, what did you say? I was cracking up over in the other room. Oh my god, I would have been like, you're fucking out of your mind right now. <laughs> that is too but funny. But yes, man flu is a thing. I will, like, I don't even like to take medicine I if I don't have to. Yeah, the same way. So I will try to suffer through whatever illness I and have. Where Bobby's like, get me the whole fucking pharmacy yeah. right now. I, I know. Everything. Like, I've suffered with, like, migraines for my entire life, and I will wait until, like, it's an actual full-blown migraine before I take so, something. She can't see, like, yeah, exactly. her vision is gone black. And at that point, I make Bobby go get me my Excedrin migraine. <laughs> and if he doesn't, goddammit, you better believe And if Bobby's he doesn't, I'm calling his mother. Yeah, seriously. And the reason I brought that up about the home home thing is because like everybody out there knows, unless you're a Patriots fan, that Tom Brady is just a whiny little fucking bitch. And it's like every single play that doesn't go their way, like every single pass that one of his receivers misses, they automatically start looking at the refs for a flag. And it's like, come on, you guys are such fucking bitches. I just can't <laughs> deal with it. But I just want to say, I thought it was a pretty even matchup for the uh, whiny bitches. Of- yeah. True. <laughs> Quarterback. Well, speaking of the Patriots, Mr. Bill Belichick. Oh my gosh! A yeah. Disrespectful ass. This is the where... Texans coach Bill Bill O'Brien. <laughs> He's learning shit from Baker. Baker's acting yeah. is rubbing off on people. <laughs> but yeah, he like I guess the um, Texas co- Texans coach was like looking for him or something to go shake his hand after, after the, game. the game. Yeah. And. Bill Belichick just, like, straight up ignored him. And like, was like, running from yeah. him. It looked like in the video. Like, he was like, I'm taking a fucking beeline out of this fucking <laughs> stadium right now just so I don't have to shake this guy's hand. Yeah, and then when he finally did, he, like, barely touched him. Yeah, it was like one of those pussy handshakes, you know, when you, Your like... Your doctor one. Your oh doctor handshake. <laughs> Dude, I'm okay. Also, I shook his hand this weekend, too. I have to tell you that that, to me, has to be, like, one of... The biggest turnoffs, guy or girl, like whether I'm meeting you as like a friend or like business, especially business wise, or a guy, and I'm like, especially if it's a guy, but like I'm just saying, whoever, and somebody introduces you and you shake my hand, and if you don't fucking grab my hand and shake it, like you're giving me one of these like dead fishtail, like (laughs) sloppy, limp noodle fucking handoff things. Like, that to me is just, like, disrespectful. And it's, like, that is, to me, like, that's what I was always taught, like, going into interviews. Like, the way that you shake someone's hand, like, speaks a lot about, like, I literally interviewed somebody today. And I went into the office, shook his hand, and... And it was a pussy shake, and you were, like, done, it was a Belichick shake. <laughs> yeah, really Seriously. Cut like, off. Get he's, this guy he was like this big, burly dude, too. And I was just like, uh, my, <laughs> my grip is like, 
stronger than yours. What is going on, sir? You should have said, sir, are you okay? Like, what the fuck? He was nervous. <laughs> so, no, that is not. Don't man flu it Oh, I'm not man fluing it, trust me. But still, I just, I can't stand that. Yeah, that to me it's is like the first thing. bullshit. It's the first thing you look for. Yeah, literally. Right. Like, usually, honestly, this is actually like a huge, uh, what do you want to call it? Like, fucking deficit. I can't think of what the word is. Deficit. Yeah, like, that I have, like, a downfall. downfall that I, yeah, deficit. <laughs> that I have when I meet somebody is that when I go to, like, shake their hand and, like, introduce myself to them, I'm so concentrated on making sure I say my name correctly and concentrating on my handshake and their handshake that I don't even listen to what they're telling oh, me their name is. I am the worst at that. Like, I, I never am. listen. No, I, I will be told somebody's name directly to my face and 20 minutes later I will forget that name yeah like I'm actually to be it's not even that I forget I'm literally straight up not listening at all I should start making it a point that I like repeat their name back to them <laughs> but like I have anxiety so like I'm always worried no, that like you're social anxiety so like that's what my issue is I my my brain goes blank when I'm talking to yeah I'm like afraid I'm gonna forget my own name or like <laughs> say something else and then be like wait what the fuck like that's not what I meant to say so I like just like completely zone in and focus on the handshake and my name and then don't so for anyone out there if you've ever met me like one to seven times and I still don't know your name don't take it personally I don't know anybody's name I don't remember anyone's name it's however if it's the eighth time she just don't like you (laughs) yeah or if we met out somewhere and alcohol was involved that could also be why I don't remember your name so true using that as an excuse I know how fucking wonderful (laughs) well OBJ he had to defend himself this week because he said he made some comment and then people took it the wrong way saying that he was unhappy being with the Browns and that Well, I don't fucking blame him if he didn't say that. I know, but then of course it becomes this huge deal oh, and everybody's giving him shit for it. But so like he had to go out and tweet I hate Twitter. <laughs> Here's the thing is that I feel like Baker Mayfield said some says something shitty like all the time and it's okay. Oh, yeah. Like it's expected from him, but if yeah. OBJ, like maybe people just think he has more class than that. Than yeah, probably. Like, oh my or God. Been there longer. I don't know. Been in the league, I mean. <laughs> but, oh, I'm like, the Browns. Yeah, no, just in the league. But uh, so yeah, he had to like flat out say, look, I'm, I never once said that I was unhappy in Cleveland. I just want better results. And I'm like, yeah, you need better results. Yeah, well, fuck, nobody blames him. Seriously. Except, I'll tell you who's blaming somebody, speaking of Baker Mayfield, is that apparently he uh, said something about that OBJ isn't able to run to, like, his full ability oh, yeah. this season mm-hmm. because he had some kind of hernia during the off season or in camp or something that he thought that that Baker thought that he should have had surgery for, but the trainers didn't think he needed surgery. Suddenly Baker. Obviously like, Baker knows best. Yeah. Well, no. And then I guess he actually did put out a tweet again saying that, you know, obviously I don't know the extent of the injury. I'm not a professional in that kind of thing, but I'm just saying that it would have been, you know, just kind of defending himself saying yeah. that, that it would have been helpful if that was addressed, you know. But so either way, apparently OBJ is not the only one in the the drama spotlight. Baker's <laughs> the right, are right alongside. The Browns are always drama. With them. That's it. But yeah, so. Baker said that his intentions were not to throw. I'm I'm quoting this from his Twitter. My intentions were not to throw our medical staff under the bus. No, I don't know all the facts about Odell's injury. It was emotionally answered because I can sense his frustration and I care about my team and putting us in the best position to win. 
I would say well, also Baker is Baker. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Baker's actually also frustrated yeah. because he talked himself up so hard and now here he is. Yeah, he's but... like, oh, I got OBJ to throw to. This is going to be great. And then... Dude, I thought it was going to be great. That has to be. Carly thought it was going to be great. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's actually just one of the biggest upsets of the season. Like one of the. Honestly, though. Like ass backwards from what I thought was going to happen this year. I yeah. totally thought the Browns would at least be... I'm pretty sure at the beginning of this year you guys said that... You, they, I thought you they were going to the Super Bowl. Gonna be Super Bowl. I did. I was like, oh, they're going all the way. I thought the Ravens were going to suck, to be honest. I didn't know about the Bengals or the Steelers, but and now it's like just the total opposite, which I'm happy about. Don't get me wrong. I know. I was going to say. But what a total 360 or 180, whatever that... Whatever it would be. 180. From, yeah, 180. <laughs> 360 to go right back the same yeah. direction. Girls. What a total 180 from what I thought would happen. <laughs> Well, with that, hashtag save OBJ. Injuries. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like we already mentioned, Mike Evans, he got hurt, uh, hamstring oh, injury. Fucked. If I if I win and I go into the finals next week, I don't You're know what I'm going to do. You're going to have to pick someone else up. You're not gonna waiver wire, and we don't have waiver wire picks this week. <laughs> You're still going to have to do your research. Yeah. Um, Jared Cook got a concussion. Mark Andrews has a knee injury. Yeah. Diane also has him, but she has backup. She has, yeah, she has the rest of the uh, Ravens team. Too. Yeah, I have the whole Ravens team, guys. But <laughs> so, I do have Zach Ertz if yeah, I need but to. But he him. plays Thursday night, so I doubt he'll yeah, play. Zach Ertz it'll be, so yeah. get your shit together, Zach. Uh, like we said, Mahomes with his baby hand injury. Well, uh, yeah, which, again, is nothing. He, I'm sure, unless something fucking crazy happens. Winston, sure on the other fine. hand, has a small thumb fracture, and it's an actual fracture, so... Yeah, like, this kind of changes things, I mean, for yeah. the entire Bucks offense. It really does. Which yeah. kind of sucks, because we're giving you... <laughs> we're going to give you guys some sit starts this week, and depending on what Winston's... the outcome of Winston's injury is, if he ends up playing or not... Well, either way, with Mike Evans out... It's still, you're still going to have... You're still going to have to start somebody yeah. on that team because yeah. somebody's going to have to get the ball to them. But, yeah. so... And I then DJ Chark also is week to week for... Um, sorry, I said it. I don't know why I just apologize. You're happy about it. I don't even know what you're <laughs> talking about right now. I said the word. Oh. Uh, DJ Chark is week to week due to an ankle injury as well. So. All right. He's really owned. DJ I Shark? That, yeah. I think he was one that we suggested, actually. We did. And that's why he's that Yeah, I suggested that, of course. <laughs> Everyone heard it on Friday. Right they went straight to it. <laughs> yeah. Our huge following. They're like, oh, my God, we got to pick him up. These bitches know what they're talking about. Well, guess what we do? We just actually like to give them, like, three to four weeks ahead of time. So mm-hmm. by the time... You know, we've given them to you three or four weeks later. That's when they're going to start doing it. We give them to you well in advance. So yeah. you can, like, We're ahead of the game. We're overachievers, yeah. all right? That's, that's what we try to tell people. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it for our start, starts and sits for the week. So um, we're only going to be giving you guys two per position. Not two. We're going to be giving you one sit, one start per position. Sorry that we don't have more. We thought Carly would be here. It was kind of a last-minute decision that she, yeah. you know, we weren't going to make her drive here with her injuries. With a broken back. <laughs> yeah. So Carly needs to be on the injury report as well. But like we said, if you guys have any questions for start sits, please, please, please throw them at us on Instagram. We'll be more than happy to help you. I don't know if you didn't catch it already, but we're not doing any more waiver picks for the rest of the season. We're in the into the playoffs now. Things are going to be wrapping up. I know in our league, we're finishing playoffs this week, and then next week is the final showdown. So yeah. there really isn't 
much left at all to fantasy football. But so to, to finish off the regular or to finish off the fantasy season, we just decided to do some sit starts. So to start that off, I'm going to start with running backs. I'm going to I'm going to actually give you guys two. I'm going to say to start James White against the Bengals. James White plays for the Patriots. He was kind of looking a little bit eh. shitty. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Uh, the whole beginning of the year. Yeah. That's kind of probably exaggerating a little bit. But <laughs> recently he stepped up a lot and they're playing the Bengals. So I don't really need to say much more than that. I would yeah. definitely be starting him. Fair. Also, I would start Mark Ingram. I have to say because he's a Raven, mm-hmm. but they're going to be playing the Jets on Thursday, which if you guys didn't learn anything from Miami, yeah, <laughs> I think Mark Ingram will have a good game. Fingers crossed for me for both fantasy and for real life. And my sit running back for the week is going to be Mixon that plays for the Bengals. They're playing the Patriots. So that should kind of speak for itself. Yeah. I have Kareem Hunt against the Cardinals. He obviously is only been in for a couple of games now since he was suspended the first like half of the season. This but... poor guy. Oh well, no, you're saying to start him. I'm like, yeah. you're back sitting around. No, no, no. I say start him. He, he. I actually picked him up off the waiver wire a few weeks ago. Like right, I didn't play him the first week that he was back because you know I didn't know how he was going to do. Yeah. But he's actually been doing pretty well. He's. I feel like he's progressing each game too. I feel like they're getting that he's getting the ball more because they're starting to trust him more. It's not hard to look good on the Browns. <laughs> like, everybody looks like shit. I know. You have true. a better chance of looking good. So Kareem Hunt doesn't have a hip injury. He can run. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a hernia, so play him. Start his ass. Don't start OBJ. Just and, kidding. Yeah. And they're playing the Cardinals. Enough said. And then for the sit, I have actually Le'Veon Bell. Which, he's, Which he was out last week. P.S. I'm pissed about. I did oh, not shut even, up. It doesn't even matter. I did not know that this motherfucker was out. This is why you always have to be checking your lineup all the time. It was game day. I didn't check my lineup for my one league. And I'm in the fucking playoffs. And I didn't check. Bell was out. And I didn't even know it. So I got a big fat fucking zero. Which I'll still take over negative eight from the 49ers. I'm very salty about that. True. But anyways. So, so yeah. yeah. Always check your lineup. And fuck you, Bell, for yeah. being out last week he was out last week because he had the flu so that's why it wasn't like an injury thing or anything but but we're gonna sit him this week because well because he's playing the ravens one exactly and two because i mean yeah the man flu because the man because flu, of the man flu that's why that is the it probably will take a good two to three six eight weeks to recover obviously so. that's how it usually is so yeah that's my uh sits Sit start for my running backs. All right, let's hit wide receiver. I have start Emmanuel Sanders for the 49ers against the Falcons. Sanders had a really good week this week. Mm-hmm. He threw a fucking touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. which is insane, but he amazing. This week. Didn't Josh set him? Yeah. So we'll give Josh a little bit of yeah. evening out there. <laughs> you no, know, Josh just made all poor decisions this week. What are you talking about? <laughs> even things out at all that makes it that much worse and we were gonna have josh on the show tonight and then we're like no josh you're josh is not allowed you lost, he that, makes privilege. Yeah, you lost that privilege of being on the show <laughs> uh but so anyways that's gonna be my star is Emmanuel sanders against the falcons they're not looking too great so their defense is not good yeah <laughs> they are just not good and then my sit i might get some hate for this one i'm saying to sit digs Against the Chargers, especially if Thielen is back, I just is I Thielen feel like coming back. I don't know yet, but I feel like I think that's kind of still up in the air. But 
I just feel like Diggs has been extremely hit or miss all yeah. season, and I just don't trust him against the Chargers defense. And I just think there's better people out there. I mean, if if you don't have anyone better, then obviously you're going to start him. But if you have the choice, I would I would sit him this week. Yeah, I say start Chris Godwin against the Redskins. Oh, sorry, not the Redskins. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Against the Lions, I was like, okay, that's not right. Oh <laughs> yeah, with the Bucks play. Um, so yeah, Chris Godwin against the Lions, especially if Evans is still out, which is looking like he's going to be. Hopefully there's not going to be too big of an issue with Winston and his bum, but even if there is, someone's going to get the ball, has to get the you ball, know? So. <laughs> so, um, and then I say sit Julio Jones, which pains me because I have him, but he is, I don't know, he's just been underperforming. Yeah. I feel. And I feel like I haven't heard a lot about him this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he's just got a huge contract this year, so he needs to up his game. I feel like that's what happens. Yeah. People get more money, and they just say, fuck it. I don't have to try it anymore because yeah. I'm making the big bucks. That's, I feel like what happened to Joe Flacco back with the Ravens. Probably. And he went to shit, and then we got rid of his ass. Yeah. But he's playing the 49ers, so even though the 49ers did not do well this week. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Well, no, the 49ers did well. They won, but their defense did I bet the defense. <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's go to quarterback. I might also regret this one, but I'm going to say start Baker Mayfield this week. Whoa. I know, but they're playing the Cardinals, so I'm going to give the Browns that little last beam of hope that maybe they can do something. Uh, I don't really know. Let's hope the Baker and Hunt like <laughs> they can go to connect and like have a good week, so you and I don't look bad for doing these. This is our first week doing shit starts, but yeah, I mean the the Cardinals they're just they're not that great. So I feel like if this is going to be a week for Baker to shine, or if there's going to be a time for Baker to shine, this is probably going to be it. And another inconsistent fuck is Matt Ryan. <laughs> And he's playing against the 49ers this week, so I would have him sat on my motherfucking bench. <laughs> Do not start him. Nope. I have start Wentz against the Redskins. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, I actually have him in both of my leagues, and I hadn't played him in either one. I forget about him. <laughs> I know. Well, he's he been thing. less than impressive throughout yeah, that's like the such a season, but he did actually step his game up. Um, but, oh, damn it. So I'm not even paying attention. I know. Well, I always catch myself. I don't know how. But anyways, he's been stepping it up a little bit, and they're playing the Redskins. I thought you, so. said he, I thought you were going to say he's been stepping it up the little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish Mahomes. I need to pay more attention to him, I guess. I just, I forget about him. Well, because he, he's just, he was less than impressive throughout, like, the, the majority of the year. The issue with him, he, in the beginning of this year, he was giving me such anxiety because he would be, like, negative points Almost to the half. So, like, Winston. Yeah, exactly. Him and Winston. But I know, I know a lot about Winston because I have Mike Evans. So, yeah. I pay attention to him. And yeah, I'm on the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I have Zach Ertz, but I'm oh, just yeah, like, yeah. I don't really... Well, I shouldn't expect much from Evans either. But I don't know why. I just, I feel like Wentz just always falls under my radar for some well, reason. I mean, well, it makes sense. He's a, he's a good quarterback, but he's just not, like, performing, really. He, like I said, would start out awful, but then he would come back and do amazing in the second half. Yeah. And then he would get me, like, 20-something points. So it's, like, anxiety-driven. Yeah. I mean, it, it's worth it, in my opinion, especially against the Redskins. Um, with that being said, sit Josh Allen against the Steelers. 
Yeah. Allen had a really rough game. I know he played the Ravens, but... Dude, okay, so you're playing the Ravens, and now you're going up against the Steelers back-to-back. Yeah, back. exactly. Like, and the Steelers' defense has been killing That's what I'm it. saying. Like, they've been yeah. doing really well, like, so I say... Can't shit shit well. well. I actually am, like, shocked at how good I actually, like, did. gave Bobby advice about that one. He Well, he asked me, because he had the idea to start Tannehill over Josh Allen. He was like, do you think this is a good idea? Because Josh Allen has been really consistently good. Yeah. The past few games. They have a hard matchup this week, I feel like. I can't think of who they play off the top of my head. Tannehill? Yeah. The t- um, I'm saying the Titans yeah. have a tough matchup. I Let me bring it up real quick because I can't think of who it is off the top of my head. But when I saw it, I was like, ooh, this is kind of a questionable matchup. I don't know mm-hmm. that. When I, was... I don't remember. I don't think I looked at that one. But, yeah, so I did tell Bobby that he should do Tannehill over Josh Allen. Oh, the Texans. Oh, yeah. Titans-Texans, they're both 8-5, and five, so that's going to be That's going to be a good game. Yeah. All right, so let's go to tight end. I also, even though Winston is a... I actually read somewhere that Winston is, like, just one of the worst NFL quarterbacks, which I was like, dude, that is such a crazy statement. But, like... Well, doesn't he have, like... Doesn't he have, like, the most, like... Yeah, I saw somewhere. Inter- he has interceptions. Yes, yeah, the most interceptions, but the most thrown touchdowns or something like that. Yeah. yeah. In the same season. <laughs> Talk about a love-hate relationship. I have a love-hate relationship with him and my... Trust me, I'm a Bucks fan. Yeah, this is why I'm not a Bucks fan. This is why I'm <laughs> too never much anxiety. Me. You'll never convince Diane me. has enough anxiety to begin with. But for tight ends, I'm going to say to start O.J. Howard for the Bucks against the Lions, especially if Evans is still out. I do agree Godwin is going to get most of the looks, but for a tight end, I'd say that O.J. Howard's probably going to get a lot if Evans is out. Mm-hmm. And for my sit, I have Hooper for the Falcons playing against, again, the 49ers defense. I know that they did me wrong this week, but they've been looking pretty good all year. So I, I just I think that that Falcons 49ers game is just going to be a fucking shit show. So yeah. I would be sitting Hooper. I think that's good. I for oh, I'm glad you think so. I agree. <laughs> Tight ends, I have to start, and this might sound kind of obvious, George Kittle against the Falcons. Uh, just yeah, because true. I mean he's been a little bit inconsistent lately. But I feel like if I feel like if you have Kittle, you're starting him. You should. You definitely should. But like I said, might be a little bit obvious. What do you think about Hunter Henry this week? I put that's him your as my sit. sit. That's your sit. <laughs> yeah, I was considering him for a sit honestly yeah. because I feel like everybody really really likes him. They do. And he he is decent, but just the matchup this week. I yeah, like they're fair. against the Vikings, so yeah. that's a pretty tough defense. Oh yeah, yeah. So I would I have him as my sit, Hunter Henry. All right. So defense. Um, and this isn't because I'm a Ravens fan. I mean, maybe sure it's what it really is. is, but I'm going to say start the Ravens defense against the Jets. The Ravens have been doing really well. The Jets have been doing really fucking poor, <laughs> like <laughs> just all around. So I would go ahead and start the Ravens this week. And I, this is going to be probably another crazy one to some people. I would sit the Bears defense. I feel like they've been underperforming, too, as a defense. I just feel like, oh, I just, whenever anybody talks about the Bears, all you think about is their defense. Whenever anyone talks yeah. about great defense, Well, because last year, they were, like, unstoppable. Yeah, you always think about the Bears, but they've just been, I just, I Black don't think they're a safe bet. I would go ahead and sit them, especially against Aaron Rodgers, who's mm-hmm. been just absolutely it. tearing it up out there. I just... I think you're going to be in a Drew Brees 49ers (laughs) position like I was this past week. So I wouldn't chance it. I'd sit the Bears this week. 
All right. Well, I have the Patriots to start against the Bengals. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> when you, you said the Ravens. I know, but it's like the Patriots and the Bengals. It's like. Uh, the Patriots had some bad games, too. <laughs> I feel like they've been amazing. Not that I the want majority to say of that. the time. They are the, the number defense one defense. Has been, <laughs> their defense has been literally Josh's biggest point scoring. Well, they were at the beginning of the season, they were hitting like close to 30. Yeah. Yeah, they have kind of tapered but off. But they tapered bit. off. And so I know some people that have been benching them. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Just depending on the matchup. I wouldn't personally, but I mean, they've, like I said, if they have. A couple of bad weeks, and yeah. it's a bad matchup. Then you know, but this week's it's a good matchup against the Bengals. So clearly, unless you've been living under a rock the entire <laughs> football season, the Bengals suck. Yeah, we'll just let you know. Yeah. And the Patriots it's a little are bit of an obvious choice, but them. just do it. Um, just do it, yeah. <laughs> and then my sit is the Jaguars against Oakland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I think Oakland's been doing pretty good this year, personally. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough. I feel, I feel like, like they're, they're like kind of sliding under the radar good type thing. Well, I, I'm just concerned, I guess, because Josh Jacobs, who's one of their biggest players, is out right now. Injured. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess, I, I don't know. That's a risky one. We'll have to see. How, watch that be, like, literally the best the best decision of all. Yes. <laughs> I'm calling it. <laughs> the Jags will end up with, like, negative 15 points, and I'll be like, damn, Tanya saved the day with that one. So we'll see how it goes. So those are our start sits. Like I said, if you guys have any questions, if you hate any of the ones that we said, (laughs) if you think we're way off base, feel free to let us know. We will be posting these as we try to always post our picks. And so if you see anybody else that you're thinking maybe we should have added that we didn't put on there, let us know and we'd be happy to give our opinion. Yeah, give our opinion, throw it out there. And like we said, go ahead and ask away if you have any that you're kind of torn between, especially if you're in the playoffs and you, you know, just want some other advice and don't trust to ask anybody (laughs) on your fantasy team. Uh, Go ahead and feel free to ask us. We'll let you know. And we won't ask Josh. Don't worry. We'll never (laughs) ask Josh for advice anymore. But, um, and so our whiner of the week, I know we've already said him before, and I know you guys don't really give two shits because you don't know him, but I just, this is kind of a good lesson that <laughs> anything can happen in fantasy football. So our one guy that's in our fantasy league, his name's Jeff. He has been literally the number one person in our league. The entire year. The entire year. But and, like a lot. <laughs> yeah. And he just lost in the he's playoffs. Out of, he's out of the playoffs. So he is out. Thanks to none other than Briefcase, Briefcase. Bobby. <laughs> Briefcase is proud of himself. He's, he's taking he's, the whole thing. His team has scored so high. Like Recently. I mean, his team's been good all year, but he had, like, shit luck throughout his, like, his matchups. Yeah. Because he has the most points scored against him by far. Like, 200 points. Oh, really? Yeah. I just feel like his team just is so stacked. Like, it I is. Look at his team he and never like, did. A, he never did bad, but he just got unlucky with whoever he played against. Yeah, would just fall out. Carly beat him. And whereas, Carly's like almost, she's second to last in our. Yeah, whereas we have who I'm playing, Marissa has had great luck. Where yeah, she same, just, same she thing, has, just opposite. Yeah, you know? she has super lucky matchups where she's been, she's hated her team all season. She's literally had to, and that's another good point is 
she has literally had to live off of the waiver wire and she's now playing against me in the playoffs and that's kind of close yeah it's it's literally 12 points like i need saquon and Ertz to fucking which sounds like it would be like yeah, like a safe bet, but it has not it hasn't been. Ertz and Barkley have been, like, not doing yeah, shit. it's fucking really depressing, actually. When your number one pick is, like, oh, I can't depend on him to give me 12 points, that's really fucking depressing. Yeah. But, and I, I really am hoping that Marissa can get on here at some point before the end of the season. She was actually going to do this show with us, uh, but she has a... A little baby at home who's under a year old, so she's pretty tied up between school. She's going to for her um, nurse practitioner and having a baby, and it's just and working still, so it's just a lot. So we're hoping to have her on here at some point. She's really, really good with fantasy football, super intelligent about it. So if not, though, next season we'll for sure have her on here. Hopefully things will be slowed down a little bit by then, but. Our winner of the week, with all of that being said, is going out to Mr. Jeff Poley. Sorry, man, you put up a good fight all season, but anything can happen in, in fantasy. So yes, it can. Cheers, cheers to you. And with that said, hopefully Carly will be back with us next week. And I cannot wait for her to tell you her oh story. It's literally literally keep tuning in for nothing else. Just tune in to hear the story because it's just fucking crazy and amazing. Like you can't dream this stuff. Yeah, it, like it's it was like a just movie, absolutely amazing to me. I was just like, is this really happening right now? And look out for her video, her challenge video, whenever yes. she's uninjured. We're and hoping that's going to happen sometime this week. We need to get her ass to the chiropractor so we can get her back back in the game. And so I guess I'm going to let Tanya go ahead and hit the socials for Carly this week. <laughs> right. Put you on the spot and oh, do that. <laughs> no, make sure to follow us on all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all of that. Listen to us wherever you can find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Apple podcasts Spotify, Spotify, YouTube. We put it up on there, too, along with our challenge videos. So at Wine and Waivers. Yes. At Wine and Waivers. Spread the word. It's almost over for the season, guys. But coming next season, we'll have our show all over again. And who knows? We might find a little something, something for you in the meantime. In the off season. Yeah, we're still playing with some ideas. So we'll be sure to keep you guys tuned in. And as always, please hit us up on social media with any questions. And we'll have our wine of the week posted for you. Also, if you have any favorite holiday wines that you like that you want to give a shout out to for us to talk about on our podcast, let us know because I love holiday wines. They're my favorite. So with that said, we will see you guys next week. Good luck to any of you guys in the playoffs and chug your wine and work your waivers. Cheers.